Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Raw? We're bringing you facts and only the truth now. Am I Reister or Am I Raw? I'm George Reister, he's Ralph Amsden, and this is Reister or Wrong, the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door. No BS is allowed. We keep it 100. So today up, Jake Paul is still undefeated. How do you feel about it? And he seems like a turd, but he's doing some good things out in the world. College football, week zero started, and I am off to a fast start, boy. Um, And so are a couple of teams and one coach who is, uh, you know, who's got one foot out the door and on the ejection seat right now in Scott Frost. You probably don't remember the name Bishop Sycamore. 
but it's a high school and they are famous now because they got absolutely drowned and held underwater by IMG and they duped ESPN into paying them a lot of money to broadcast the game that they never should have been on. Uh, Trent Dilfer is part of cancel or consequence where he goes off on a player, but is it the right thing or wrong thing? Mets fans, they give their fans, Mets players are giving their fans a thumbs down. Bruh, this is absolute insanity to me. Um, But you guys, thank you guys for joining us today. So we'll start with your boy. Oh, duh. You guys, leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Shoot us an email. I'm Matt. I-M-M-A-D at unafraidshow.com. Or shoot us a text message, 818-293-7547. That's 818-293-7547. Okay, so Ralph, did you watch the Jake Paul fight? No. No, I did not. Why not? Because I didn't want to see Tyron Woodley get beat by Jake Paul. He's a good MMA fighter, but he hasn't won in four years. Um, He got beat on by Colby Covington, which is embarrassing for everybody. Um, I just – I I didn't want to see – it's one of the same reasons that you and I always get into it on Floyd Mayweather. I like it. I, when, it's also one of the reasons why I like the UFC. I don't like it when boxers pick their own fights. I don't care if it's for exhibition. Um, it just does nothing for me. It, it, I, I don't know Jake Paul outside of the exhibition f- fights. I didn't watch Bizarre Vark, and I, I'm not young enough where YouTube is my main uh, medium for consumption. My, my kids are at that age, like the most famous people to them, different YouTube creators. But I don't I don't care about him at all. And and Tyrone Woodley, I, again, he hasn't won in like five years. So there is nothing there's nothing about him that's compelling there. Some of the stuff that they put on Showtime to hype the fight made me laugh, but it didn't make me want to watch the fight. Really? Dude, see, I had the complete other takes so so are you out on them fighting in general like the jake and logan paul and pay-per-view events all together if they go legit like if it's sanctioned boxing against other like boxers, it like it like it was against tyron woodley tyron woodley had never boxed before okay but i'm saying it was a sanctioned fight this was not an exhibition yeah but i'm talking about people who box people who okay. actually because i i would consider most boxers now. Like they are, they are uh, making a career of boxing other people. So you might as well get some boxers. So, but but no. Oh my God, Ralph! I don't know how you can't see the forest for the trees right here, dude. So, okay, what is sports and and what is sports in general at its core? Entertainment, right? I suppose. I suppose it can be framed that way, but for the most part, 99.9% of sports being played on the world aren't for any type of consumption. Yeah, but the pro- professional sports are for entertainment. Like, they're not just for people's leisure. They're not professional boxers. They're not oh, professional boxers. Clearly. This is a celebrity deathmatch. This is the No, it's not. With Mills Lane. Yeah, all it is. The only reason people are tuning nobody's tuning in because they're, like, fans of boxing they're tuning in because they want to see jake paul if he they want to see if he's finally going to get shut up 
or correct. Or anything like that. But that's but entertainment. That he, you could beat his bottom jaw right off his face, and he still wins. You now, now, now it's that you are right about opposition for the yeah. for the Paul brothers. So there's no like it's what no, 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 is it's no, diet no, no. satisfaction. You tune no. in to see if a Paul brother is going to get knocked out. But at the end of them getting knocked out, even if you get your pound of flesh, even if you get your little bit of satisfaction, <laughs> they get handed a check for $10 million. Like, that just doesn't do it for me. What? I want to see them. I want to see them box. I would be into did it. it. Didn't he just box? He boxed a... See, here is the part where... Oh, my God, Rob. I don't know how... And But there's a lot of people who share your opinion about that this is bad for boxing. I want to see them box. And I'm like, they were boxing. The the, the difference is, is that they are skipping. Boxing. See, the thing is, they are skipping the... Actually, no, no, no. They're not, they're, they're not skipping. They are doing their build-up process. Like the same thing that Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, everybody else did with their amateur fights, fighting against nobody's guys who were just stiffs, Right. And their early fights were against people who were at their level and then they built up their their level and cachet to be able to be pay-per-view draws. But the difference is, is that uh, Jake and Logan Paul, Jake especially because he's fighting professional fights, they are doing that at the highest level. Like they have enough interest for people to be able to watch their ascension of their career. And I thought that Jake had a lot to lose because if Jake lost that fight to Tyron Woodley, the ability for him to sell another pay-per-view fight is out the window. So now he has paved the way for him to be able to fight probably one more, uh, you know, MMA guy turned boxer. And then maybe step in there with a real boxer in 2023, maybe. I think that that would be absolutely awesome, dude. And I paid to watch the fight. It was entertaining. Was it high-level, world-class boxing? Nope. And I knew it wasn't when I tuned in. I was there for the entertainment value. And I think, Ralph, that you you and other people have to get off your elitist soapboxes and just enjoy the uh, enjoy the entertainment that it is. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm saying I'm not personally going to pay my money to Jake Paul to watch him fight an MMA guy. That has so if it was free, would you before. give it your time? If it was free, I would probably give it my time. Okay. Okay. See now it, that it's because it's it, it's the difference to me between watching like. Let's say like Celine Dion put on a concert um, on ABC and you could tune in and you could watch Celine Dion on ABC, but on American Idol at the same exact time in the same exact time slot, they're doing a Celine Dion tribute on Fox, right? Mm -hmm. Are you going to watch the people imitating the real thing or are you going to watch the real thing? Depends. Depends. well, yeah, so that but th- the type of thing we're talking about is like, no, I would watch the people imitating the real thing because they have t- two DUIs and I want to see if they do something crazy while they're on stage. Dude, see, here is where Jake Paul, I think, gets a bad rap because he's clearly so I used to think that he was a turd. Right. Okay. And, and annoying and all of these things. 
And I remember a couple years ago when he first started boxing, I see him and my, my, my son had practice at Calabasas High School. Every single night, Jake and Logan Paul were out there running miles on the track without fail every single day that we were there. And I was like, oh, wow, what the hell are these dudes? They, they look like they're training for boxing. This is weird. They're out there boxing, out there hitting mitts, all this stuff. I'm like, this is weird, huh? Why are they boxing? And then when they came out as boxers, I was like, wow, they actually had put in work. Not, not the type of work yet, because it obviously takes years to build up to that. But then you come to find out some of the stuff that Jake Paul stands for. And his brother, Logan Paul, after he fought Floyd, the message was just dope, dude. He was just like, yo, if you people tell you you can't do anything, dude, I just fought Floyd Mayweather on TV, like on pay-per-view. Like this is dreams coming true. Like there are no limits. And then you had Jake Paul just beat Tyrone Woodley. And there then, are absolutely limits. <laughs> And then he was talking about bullying and was honest. He was like, yo, I used to be a bully. This, 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 this isn't cool. Don't do it. And if you do, you're you're a lame and all of this stuff because he influences people. And then also he made sure everybody on the card had their biggest payday of all time. He's been critical of Dana White and how much UFC fighters are being being paid. And he actually lived up to it. He could have took more money, but instead he took less money to make sure everybody else had their biggest payday. I have now been converted into a Jake Paul fan. How how about that? I will I will be You're gonna rooting. cost him money. You're gonna cost him money because his whole shtick is trying to get uh trying to get hate money. No, dude, he's going to turn into the hero, though. Like, th- How's this he going to is- turn into the hero? Do you know what he was doing in the lead-up to this fight? Yes, dude, it's a boxing match. They always talk talk trash. and then he Not ap- that kind of trash. He apologized after. He was repeatedly like- asked if he could grab Tyron Woodley's ass because he was so thick. During the weigh-ins, he made sure he was in the photo staring at his ass so that he could tweet out a picture of himself saying, needed to get a good look, winky face. Dude. It's promotion a, of the fight, bro. <laughs> like, I, dude, he has converted me into a fan. I am now a Jake Paul fan, and I am in the majority. I'm telling you this. You're uh, not the, in the majority. No, I'm if telling everybody you. Everybody was a Jake Paul fan. Nobody would be buying these fights. No, that's what fights because they want to see him get knocked no, out. Yes, that was why I tuned in yesterday. But I'm telling you, dude, he's going to convert our hearts and minds, and he's going to go from a antagonist in two years if he keeps winning especially he will be the protagonist watch okay as with anything you like jake paul because he knocked out a university of washington athlete that's why you like jake paul it has nothing to do with anything else i did not know i did not know tyron would see see this i'm talking about nate robinson talking about nate robinson getting knocked out Oh, so you think I hate Nate Robinson? Why I would I hate, hate Nate Robinson? University of Washington. You didn't know who Kurt Cobain was. You don't. 
I did know who Kurt Cobain was. Stop it. Literally every single one of your your, uh, opinions comes back to Oregon versus Washington in some way. I can do six degrees of separation. I'm I'm surprised that you didn't say because Nate Robinson's short that I hate him too. (laughs) I'm surprised that you didn't try to take it there. Yeah, no, I, I know that's a thing. I know that's a thing, but I think the University of Washington alumni thing takes precedent. Dude, nobody is even... Um, <sighs> bro, n- nobody was even thinking about that. All right. I, I got that third eye right here. I'm always thinking. <laughs> You're like the the all-seeing eye? <laughs> yeah, I. you just... You can't make me like exhibition... Fights. A re- boxing is that was a real fight, me. Ralph. It was no, sanctioned. It yes, it was. It went on the record. If you go to his boxing rec, it's there. Nobody in history who is a boxing fan has ever paid money to see somebody's first professional fight against somebody else's fifth professional fight. It's Correct. never happened. <laughs> Correct. It's because and they oh, tried wait, to no. make, they tried to make celebrity boxing. They tried again and again and again to make celebrity boxing a thing when you and I were growing up. I remember Screech out there yep. with gloves on even. And the Paul brothers have found a way to make celebrity boxing a thing, but unless they're actually gonna have compelling matches of some kind, or or I feel like the Paul brothers are in any way threatened by They like, were threatened. He was threatened by Tyron Woodley. He's an MMA striker. Yes, he was a college wrestler at at the school up north. But come on, bro. Is he like, I don't know. It was Woodley. Is Woodley really? Oh wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. You were talking like, about Nate the? Nate Robinson. No. Oh no, no. He went to Michigan or something. All right. Next thing up. It University was, of Missouri. He's a tiger. Oh, yeah, because he is from he's, he's from, from the show me state. Yeah, he's from Ferguson. Murder capital of the world. I was like, bro, you said that to the lead up. Like, and I've heard dudes say that when they're getting in arguments with with, with people. Like, bro, I'm from Ferguson. I'm from such I'm from Chicago. Do they I'm, not from know like I'm from Chirac. Shitting on their hometown. Yeah. I'm like, I don't like, understand. Hey. Like, where like this is this is a badge of honor? No, bro, it's not. Right. right, like it's 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 always weird to me to represent where you're from uh, by putting the the crime that takes place most frequently there out front. Yeah, like y'all, I'm from Phoenix, where they leave babies in the car with the windows rolled up. <laughs> you're like, whoa, <laughs> like. Okay, settle down. Maybe Phoenix needs to do some things better, pal. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, college football week zero was here, and uh, I picked games. I was off to a hot start, dude. Hot, hot start. So um, you had the dude, use. Literally got the first game of the day wrong, but okay, keep going. <laughs> I got the first game of the day wrong? Yeah, you and me both. You got you got both of your picks for no you got one of the two for UCLA right you got the spread correct and then you got one you went two and three I went one and four it was actually a pretty brutal day for both of us uh, listen listen it, listen any day is any day better than you is a good day <laughs> um, so UCLA beat 
Hawaii, and you were excited about Todd Graham's return to college yeah, coaching, and Chip Kelly kicked the shit out of him. He did. Without he good did. quarterback play. So, Oof. yeah. Yeah, he had me tweeting about, do you bench a – do you bench your starting quarterback up four touchdowns in the second quarter just to see if you have something else? Because they looked good enough on defense for me. And that was without – they had a guy named Damian Sellers who didn't even play, who's one of their – could be one of their higher-level contributors. Um, And and on offense, they looked pretty good. And they were blocking well. And the running backs looked fantastic. But, like – Part of me was like, oh, no, do they need to do the Jared Goff thing where they ship him off for Matt Stafford because that's the one missing piece because he Whoa. that first touchdown pass that he was trying to throw in the in in the first quarter when he missed the receiver by about eight yards. Yes. I was like, oh, I don't know. About it this reminded me of uh, my son's quarterback coach. Sometimes when the, all the kids are there because there's, you know, sometimes eight, nine kids there. If they miss a throw that that bad, he'll be like, yo, are you sure you want to play this position? Because if you miss that badly, you might need to go be a wideout. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but that wasn't the biggest controversy that came out of this game, though. The biggest controversy was to a former Pac-12 coach. And a current Pac-12 coach going at each other, and that's Rick Neuheisel, who um, had the nickname New Weasel when I was playing. I, I, I have nothing bad to say about him as a person. That was just a... I like Rick Neuheisel. Yeah, so he was the first person to offer me a scholarship. Really? To a, to a Power 5 school when he was at Colorado. And then and before I got a chance to trip to Colorado, because I was just going to give them a courtesy trip because he was the first one, he left to go to Washington. And um, so, but after the game, he had, tell him everybody what he had to say about Mr. Chip Kelly. So in the practice scrum, somebody asked him, uh, this is today, somebody asked him what his response was to Rick Neuheisel's comments on Sirius XM about UCLA's coaching staff wearing shorts on the sideline against Hawaii. He said it, it was too casual. And Chip Kelly said we modeled it after his golfing attire, which I like, which I think was meant to be funny. But I took it as like he's golfing instead of coaching. Yeah. <laughs> you used I to took be it the- as like the Kenny Smith gone fishing type stuff. Yeah, it was a good it was a good reply. It was a really good reply. Well, what do you think about that? Of like talking about what people are wearing on the sideline seems so outside of what we should be focused on in football. Bro, he said it's too casual. What do you what are you supposed to wear? Are you supposed to be like um like um Nolan, the former 49ers coach who used to wear a suit on the sideline? Dude, that is absolute insanity. Is there a, a sport that's more casual than than football? You know what I mean? Like is is there? Like shouldn't like the the, the players are literally in knickers. Like in spandex knicker shorts, <laughs> dude, and like wh- how, your coach is supposed to be more professional. And we have learned, haven't we learned enough by 2021 that your outfit doesn't determine your competency? You know, and that and that just yeah, because you Bill, dress Bill the part, Belichick cut off hoodie yes. sleeves. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick is fine, but hey, but them, hey, but them damn khaki shorts now, huh? 
Bro, it was 103 degrees outside here. What do you, you're supposed to wear pants and a sweater vest? Well, how many times has Mike Nolan been fired and didn't he used to wear a suit on the sideline? Yes. Exactly, yeah, bro. I don't know about that. I, I'll be honest. It's kind of jarring to me to go out to cover a college football game, see all these athletes in pads and jerseys and everything, and then have the coaches stroll out of the tunnel in khakis. The khaki part is always jarring to me because they're out there playing uh, – a game, I guess it, in the NBA, I'm used to it. I'm used to the coaches uh, wearing a suit and tie. But they um, don't anymore, though. Like th- th- this was just a debate in the NBA where coaches in, in the bubble, they were allowed to start wearing uh, polos and all that. And that's what most of them have continued to, to do because it made no sense. Why would you be wearing a suit? indoors to coach a basketball game when you're being physical like hey yo scotty scotty triangle like why would you put on a suit to do that it's uncomfortable it's not practical you're gonna get pit stains it it just it's it just is the most bizarre thing in the world that somebody was like yeah you guys need to wear a suit and now people are stepping into it and be like oh wait hold up your outfit doesn't determine your competency. So, Ralph, I have a, a legitimate question for you. So yeah. if somebody was coming over to fix your computer, right? Yeah. And he showed up in a suit and tie or if a dude showed up in clean, though, like actually like he looked like he had bathed in the last week <laughs> um, in shorts and a T-shirt. And was a little a hair a little dish disheveled. Which one would you think was more competent to fix your computer? I would think that the person that dressed like an indoor kid is probably the one to trust my computer with. If somebody comes to my house in a suit and tie, I'm assuming they got a message from Jehovah, and I'm probably not answering. <laughs> so, but the point, of, see, see, me, I wouldn't think that either guy is more competent. Like, I, I'd be like. Um, actually, I, I might lean to the dude who showed up more more casual because I know coders. They don't dress up for shit, dude. Like, they're like, I don't even know how to tie this tie. Like, I just threw it on and and wrapped it around. Like, right. There's a reason that Geek Squad has like a blue polo and that's it. Yeah. So I don't. No, so coaches, I, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think it should be a big deal. I don't think whatever coaches wear should be a big deal. Exactly. Uh, like it's just all the comments on it are, are, are very, very weird. Like I watch sports for this, for the sports. I, I don't need Joan Rivers fashion critique afterward. This isn't E red carpet. It's football. I just, I don't care what you're wearing. Just win. Yep. Um, so dude, all right, the next oh oh wait, hold up. Before we finish week week zero, dude, your boy Scott Frost. Scott Frost, head coach at Nebraska. Wait, hold up. We, before we say this, will you check Twitter to make sure he's still the head coach at Nebraska? <laughs> because I don't want to give wild, out he, I don't, he made things worse this morning. Yeah, I don't want to give outdated inf- information. Currently, as we record this podcast, is he still the head coach? He is, but he said something this morning already that made things worse. Okay. He said, 
about half our game plan was out the window when Illinois lined up how they did. You're like, wait, 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 what? Wait, excuse me? About half our game plan was out the window when Illinois lined up how they did. Bro, you should never admit that publicly. That right. means that you, you were you, still said, prepared. And but but in okay, so in his defense a little bit, right? In his defense a little bit. It is the first game of the season. Brett Bielema had run things one way pretty much his whole time while he was at Arkansas and at Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. Run a very power, run and punt type of style of football. And it looked way different. He was having three wideouts out there. They got in the shotgun, some all sorts of stuff. And when so you come out and say that, then the whole responsibility of the loss shifts toward the person who would have been responsible for making adjustments. Correct. And that's where I'm saying is that in his defense, your first game plan of the season can get all jacked up because you don't know how teams are going to play because especially with a new head coach, he was in the NFL for a couple years. You haven't seen his film. And then, yeah, it may throw it out, but then isn't this why you hire professionals the way they can make adjustments? And then, you know, it's the first game of the season. So the fact that you put all your eggs in the basket of they were going to line up this way because this is the way Brett Bielema did it in 2017 when he was the coach at Arkansas or 2018 in the coach at Arkansas. Like, that's bizarre to me. Yeah, I I just – I kind of feel bad for Nebraska fans um, mainly because their defense played lights out and they did not deserve to take that L – just because the kicker missed two extra points, they uh, the offense played the most inept football that you could possibly play, and they they were terrible. Just so, terrible how has Scott Frost points. been this bad after he was so good at Central Florida? That's the bizarre thing. Is that yeah, it, he had some Florida athletes. Yeah, but the difference is like when you watch this Nebraska team, they are undisciplined. They make silly mistakes, all of this stuff that like that you have no idea like why they would do it. And I think that that's the disconcerting thing for Nebraska fans is that. So if you look at Oregon State under Jonathan Smith, even though we we both predict that they'll, they're only going to win like four games this year, right? Yeah. Doesn't it appear that the program is headed in the right direction? Uh, I think that's more of a gut feeling. I don't know if it's actually backed up or quantified by the recruiting that they're doing. They just, I mean. Isn't it hopeful, though? Like, when when you see it, you're like, oh, they're not getting blown out by 50. They're losing by a touchdown now. Yeah, I mean, they did beat Oregon last year. That's that's pretty big. That didn't count, but okay. They um, they were competitive with Arizona State uh, for that a minute, counts, but n- not there at the end. I don't know. I think I think that they yes. I think it is widely believed that Jonathan Smith is a great cook working with subpar ingredients. I think that the the view on Scott Frost right now is that like 
he jumped into the pilot seat to see if he could keep the plane from crashing uh, into a mountain, and instead he steered it into a city. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> ah! like the damage could have like was already done, and somehow he found a way to make it worse. Yeah. And I don't know how to fully explain it because they're getting some okay players out there. Definitely at least on par with what he was doing at UCF. If UCF wants to walk around and say that no matter who they would have played that year, they would have beaten and that they deserve a share of the national championship. Why can't Scott Frost get even half of those results with players that are technically, according to recruiting evaluators, even better than what he had at UCF? Yep. Maybe it's because he didn't take the whole staff with him. I don't know, man. It, listen, I just don't feel bad for him because he said you couldn't re- recruit to Eugene, so he didn't want that job. So, <sighs> Yeah, I'll, I'll say if uh, if Tennessee is good this year, we'll know. We'll know exactly what's up with Scott Frost. Yep. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Exactly. All right. Um, the next thing up is um, cancel or consequence. Do we need to do we cancel? Cancel. Cancel. cancel? Or is there a justified consequence? Let's find out now. Cancel or consequence is the segment of the show where we literally tell you whether somebody's being canceled out in the world or whether they are receiving consequences for the stupidity or whatever that they did. So today's contestant, first contestant, is Bishop Sycamore. And Bishop Sycamore is a high school. Actually, I'll let Ralph give you the the details because he does better at this one. So, uh, over the last few years, Geico um, and a few other companies have been organizing these national games to put on ESPN. I've I've covered a couple of them, went out to Dallas uh, to cover one, covered one in the city of Phoenix. Um, It's kind of fun. They they pin some of the best high schools in the country against each other. Um, Bishop Sycamore is an online charter school that somehow has never won a game and somehow was able to schedule IMG Academy in Canton and the game was televised on ESPN set up by marketing partners. Um, and Bishop Sycamore, which had never won a game, which had lied about having Division One kids and which had also played a game 48 hours before they were about to line up against IMG, lost 58 to nothing. The ESPN uh, commentators kept talking about how the whole thing was off during the game. Uh, Ben Koo at Awful Announcing uh, ended up writing about it. I think the ringer undertook it as well. Now it's in the New York Post and everywhere. Bishop Sycamore seems to think that this is fun and they're using it to... um, they're, they're they're using it to garner some more attention for their program. Uh, their quarterback seems to be somebody who already graduated, maybe, but is listed as a 2023. Um, it's a it, this whole situation. Wait, he may rough. have graduated I'm, already. I think so. Bro, this is insanity. See, first thing is is that okay? How did ESPN? Or whoever put this game on. Isn't it pretty easy to check whether a team has Division One athletes on it or not? Yes, especially because Tom Luganbill was on the broadcast. And Tom Luganbill is like ESPN's guy when it comes to um, high-level prospects and high school recruiting and everything like that. Uh, <laughs> here, I'll, I'll walk you through it a little bit because Ben Koo from Awful Announcing – Um, did a little recap thread. He said, so to recap, ESPN aired a high school game between the best team in the country versus a team that played the second best team in the country. Second best team in the country. Okay, George. Modern day is the best team in the country. Like, like let's just, it's, it's, it's Cali. Like the best high school football is in California. Like that's just. All right. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll find out. Uh, Put aside that it's a very bad team from a shady school that lied to get on TV. You absolutely cannot play two games in three days. That's insane. I spoke to the president of Paragon Marketing Group, Rashid Ghazi, 
whose company scheduled the game. He said he would have canceled the game if he knew the team had played on Friday. We reviewed Friday's film, and it seems like players played both games. Uh, This is, let's see. um, I've watched extended clips from Bishop Sycamore's games on Friday night and their game yesterday. They're 100% using the same players, same quarterback started, announcers identified them name and both sides of the ball um espn's comment is we regret that this happened and have discussed it with paragon which secured the matchup and handles the majority of our high school event scheduling they've ensured us that they will take steps to prevent this kind of situation from happening moving forward and then head coach roy johnson um said that it, it, it doesn't matter that the players played two games in three days that prep gridiron logistics set the game up um, and that he takes offense to people thinking that his kids are not at the D1 level. They're not. They got they didn't score a point. They got ran out of the building, dude. Like that. So, OK, so are they being canceled or are they receiving consequences? Well, this is definitely consequences, um, but I think that they're enjoying it. I think they're enjoying the notoriety that's coming uh, from it. Coach Roy Johnson um, is like on Twitter spaces right now, answering people's questions and and kind of soaking it in. Um, I will tell you that even if on its face everybody knows that this is wrong, it's a lot harder to disassemble these type of things than you might think. Because people's hopes and dreams are caught up in the process. They want to be able to play college football. They want to be able to play high school football and television. So they will send their kids to these post-grad online charter, essentially club teams, because this team is not part of the Ohio um, Athletic Association. They're not like a sanctioned team that can play Ohio schools at all. We had a school like that down in Arizona. I wrote a series of articles exposing some of their misdeeds, ruining kids' credit, false promises, um, getting food donated to them from a food bank to play, pay, uh, to feed the players, and then charging the players for it. I wrote a series of articles, ended up getting uh, hit with a restraining order over the articles and sued for $1.5 million, was vindicated in the end, had to defend myself in court and everything like that. But like this stuff happens all over the country. And there are ways to like catch it before it blows up in the way that it did. This the the school that I covered in Arizona actually managed to schedule games against local junior colleges and got away with doing it. These guys managed to get all the way onto ESPN, and I'm sure that and I'm sure that uh, they're saying like it's us against the world, but um, no publicity is bad publicity. And I'm sure they're finding ways to spin it right now. But the truth is like. It, <sighs> Not everybody should be in charge of kids. Correct. <laughs> Especially Dude. anybody who's going to have them play two games in three days. Dude, here is what uh, here is what this dude had to say on Twitter spaces to, to today. Well, I justified that decision as in he's 18 years old and we asked him, hey, are you good to play or are we having a good thing? We asked him that and then number two will be number two where we asked him what the hell never never mind that didn't that sentence didn't even make any sense at all but yeah so they are receiving consequences and this is absolute malpractice this is stupidity 
And bro, like So what what should happen to Bishop Sigmar? Which by the way, when a team is named Bishop, it's usually a private religious school and it's usually named after an actual bishop. There is no Bishop Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore is not a guy. It's not a thing. I don't think there's any religious affiliation here. It's an online charter school that came up with a name that sounded football-y. It's a... Oh yeah, bro. This this is a disaster. So, but but they deserve everything that comes to them because this isn't going to help them recruit. This was a money grab. They got a few dollars to be on TV, and that's where we are. All right. Uh, the next thing up it, for cancel or consequence is this. This is Trent Dilfer going off on a player, and clearly it caught the end of the confrontation because here it is. Trent Dilfer doesn't like when his players talk back. So there this video caused a lot of reaction between players because Trent Dilfer's walking the kid back by his shoulder pads and then tells him to sit down and he yells at him. And there were debates of this is child abuse all the way up to discipline. Players need discipline. Kids where did today you, are soft. Where did you stand on this? Uh, it's pretty simple for me. You don't put your hands on a kid. Like, you don't. Um, you don't set out to put – because everyone's trying to reverse engineer this. Well, what if this? Well, what if that? At the beginning of every day – there's never a point where you tell yourself, I'm going to put my hands on a kid today. That's not a thing. Like, it yeah. especially if you're a high school football coach, that's not in the cards. Trent Dilfer will tell you himself that if he had it to do again, he probably would not have done it that way. Yeah. To, to back him up with his hands on his pads, shove him back, and then point in his face and scream at him to sit down a couple of times, he, he, he wouldn't do that. Now, obviously, yeah. the context of this video – is something that that can be brought up. What we can't do is turn this into a cultural argument because this is an isolated thing. Um, I, I'm not comfortable with anybody calling this abuse because at no point did I think that he went into uh, a, a space in which he was doing anything that, that was physically demeaning to the player, but he put his hands on him, and it's just really, really simple we, for me that you do not, do that and you don't well, set out it's always the goal to not do that get yeah, correct and but we don't know what happened prior to that i mean like the like the kid could have gotten two personal foul penalties and tried to hurt somebody on on, on the field and it like, doesn't matter it doesn't no, matter no, because- no 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 i'm saying i agree that trent shouldn't have handled it the way he did but understanding what happened before the tiktok video is probably pretty important right it's probably pretty important, but I, I, I think that anybody that would call this abuse is stupid. And I think that any, well, is, is thinking stupidly about that topic. At oh, this see, time. you're so nice and, and, uh, peace. Because I'm not, I like it. Nah, it's not, not, not politically correct. But I, I would say that anybody who wants to make this about like the state of things is, is stupid with no qualification whatsoever. Just a stupid person. Because all this comes down to, is Trent Dilfer did did not feel secure 
in his own disciplinary methods in the moment, therefore went to the default thing, which is physically dominate, which is assert your physical presence, which is greater than that of a high school kid. Yeah. So, so and, and that's. And, and people got mad that I used the word insecurity, but that's what it is. Insecurity is a lack of faith in your ability to handle a situation. Okay, so here is what Trent had to say. I want to address the incident on our sideline during Friday night's game versus Independence that has drawn a lot of attention. First and foremost, I take full responsibility as the head coach and leader of our team for not de-escalating an emotional situation with one of our players, Bo Dawson. Bo is one of our finest student athletes and embodies all the characteristics we are looking for in our Mustang players. Bo plays the game with the right kind of passion and inspiration to our other players during a moment of frustration and in an attempt to get our team to play with more discipline. I unfairly singled Bo out. Somehow Bo Dawson has been portrayed publicly as the culprit in this situation when in reality I should have been a better leader and shown greater wisdom and discernment in how I handled this incident. Overall, I could not be more proud of Bo and the rest of our team for how they handled the emotional nature of each game they compete in. Trent Dilfer. I thought that was an excellent statement. It's a good statement, but it assumes that like people were actually mad at Bo Dawson. The truth of the matter is 99% of the internet comments didn't have anything to do with Bo Dawson at all. It was just a giant debate over whether what Trent Dilfer did in that moment was was correct or not. And in my view, in my view, if you're going to physically dominate somebody into doing what you want them to do, you are showing a level of insecurity in your own methods to enact discipline, to teach, to to form and to shape. He's saying that if he could take the moment back that he would, that's good enough for me. I didn't see I did not see him go overboard. No, I saw him. I saw him do the incorrect thing in the moment. I've seen coaches get fizz. I remember, oh my goodness, Hunter. You remember Hunter, uh, or do you remember Andre Risen? Yeah. Andre Risen's son, Hunter, played high school football in Arizona, and I covered him, and he made varsity as a freshman, and his head coach rode him so hard. There were times when he would grab him by the face mask, shake it and say, this isn't JV anymore, boy. Like it was just like and in the moment, I'm just like, this is this is literally insane. Like and that was that was his go to method. That wasn't like I, I, I failed to keep my cool in the moment. I've no, that's coaches. like level two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that okay. was his baseline. And so my, my whole thing is this. Just don't make it about like this isn't about kids being soft. That was a thing that happened in the heat of the moment. It has nothing to do with the kid. It has nothing to do with society as a whole. Kids today on the whole lift more. They condition more. They rehab more. They relax less. They face a much more elevated baseline of talent. And they have access to far more convenience, which makes quitting a 100 times easier. So if a kid's even on a football field, you can probably assume that they're not soft at all. And these are the same kids that watch their grouch-ass parents and coaches complain out loud about every ref call, every coaching decision, and everything their politically different in-laws post on social media. Like, they learn to rebel, and you're not going to squash it by modeling the exact same behavior. So I agree with Trent Dilfer. Like, he should have shown more discernment and wisdom, but you move on to the next thing. Nobody got beat up. Nobody got abused. It's a teachable moment. You just move on. Amen. I got nothing else to say about that except for you're you're right. And uh, 
Ralph, uh, sounds like you're talking from personal experience there, but um, a lot of people in my mentions said it sounds like you've never coached or played before. Oh, I've done both. Yeah, I've, I've never had a reason to to do that yet. Right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Now it is time for the best of social media. Now, 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 here's the best of social media. The best of social media is where we literally show you the best of social media. And um, I am. Okay, so there's the hurricane that's going on down uh, passing through Louisiana and the rest of the south and all of that. And. This got me thinking because we had one of our most beloved American weathermen out here in the rain. And I'm just wondering, is this like in the Lord, in our Lord's year 2021, do we need to be doing this? 
Welcome back. We're now going to get an update right now on Hurricane Ida from our friend, Today Show co-host Al Roker. He's already in New Orleans, which is in the track of this storm. And Al, this looks like a monster storm that's coming. What can you tell us? Ah. All right. Sorry. I, I guess we lost communication. Chuck, uh, right now uh, we are looking at imminent landfall of this storm. Winds of 150 miles per hour are, are, are like our right now forecast, but we expect landfall in the next couple of hours. They will be at 155 miles per hour. Storm surges upwards of 15 to 16. Dude, they literally go to the worst possible spot where the waves are going to break over the thing. Like, do we need our weatherman and cameraman? out there to like show that or can we put up stationary cameras and you know and just watch it that way the answer should be that we do not that's what the answer should be the answer is we absolutely need somebody out there because we're still arguing over the moon landing and if you don't send somebody out there to stand right at the lip of the bay to get hit with giant waves, they're going to try to find a way to say that this is a Bill Gates wave machine. (laughs) That's how dumb we are. (laughs) We're the stupidest animal on the planet. And not just because we go stand in hurricanes, but because if we don't go stand in hurricanes, people will refuse to believe that the hurricane exists. You have to show them. It was in a studio. That didn't really happen. Now, now, Ralph, Ralph is now if you think that Ralph's going a little bit overboard, he's not because this also happened in Louisiana. Force of the storm last night is that the mail delivery has returned. We saw postal workers going out delivering mail this morning. Just a couple of minutes ago, people were walking their dogs. They're back on the beach right now. And that's the sense that you're getting that the rain has stopped. The wind is still going there. I think we even have a random person going around. You know, I'm going to turn this way because, you know, we deal with some people every once in a while. But, uh, you know, one thing that we are noticing is that the mayor said the curfew is still in effect. The curfew is going to be going on for or at least until a period of time in which they can go ahead and go and survey all the damage. They did get some reports of some down power lines, of some trees that have fallen, or at least limbs that have fallen. So they're going to go ahead and do that survey to make sure that they're okay. Craig, I'm going to toss it back to you because we have a person who needs a little help right now. Hey, 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 hey. Bro, how crazy is that? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that dude's deal was. I will say Shaq Brewster really held his own impressive performance uh, from a field reporter because my adrenaline would have been spiked if somebody got their truck. He pulled over. He just saw him. It's not even like he saw the telecast. He was driving, pulled over, saw a man reporting and then ran over to him and was like, yo, I'm all over this. Like, I'm going to make what sure does, that. You- can you tell me what report the hurricane accurately means? Bruh, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Dude, I guarantee that that dude b- believes that the election was stolen and that um, <laughs> and that, you know, and that the coronavirus is just a normal flu. That that's who stops and does that. 
Oof. Well, uh, I assume the Internet's going to know that man's name by the end of the day. That's kind of what the Internet does. And I hope it was worth it. Yep. He's about to be famous. Yep. All right. The next thing up is. um, Oh, is this is Biggie Smalls is very popular. I don't know where these people are, but they got a whole dance routine made for Biggie. I'm not going to assume where they are because he that looked would like be... he ran out of like a rice paddy next to a cornfield and Cor- started dancing with. I, I'm assuming like is a spouse or a sister or somebody like oh, somebody yeah. that somebody who you would have the time to be around to come up with a choreographed dance. Yes. And I thought it was excellent. I loved it. it song. What song out there exists that no matter what you're doing, if, if it comes on, you're going to stop what you're doing and get into it. M- more money, more problems. Okay. Mine, or, I feel like, is um, with with cancel culture and whatnot. I'm not sure that mine can mine can uh, can be that for is me. Is it an R. Kelly song? It sure is. I believe I can fly. It's ignition. <laughs> Remix to ignition. Oh my gosh! No, like ignition has some of the best worst lyrics in the history. Yes. Of songwriting. You, We've got food everywhere as if the party was catered. How else would food be everywhere, R. Kelly? <laughs> Tell me. No, that's funny, dude. Bounce, 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 bounce. Oh, my gosh. Greatest yeah. lyrics in the world. All right. The next thing up is this. You have Little League World Series on TV. A kid, (laughs) he flashes his phone and shows another kid. And there is a big bosomed woman (laughs) on the screen. And he got caught. Mama and daddy now know what he looking at on TikTok. That means you got to watch the kid because he's trying to get, you know, you know, he's trying to get his little dang, dang wet. Oh, really? <laughs> Tell him. It could have been just been a picture of his mom. He could really like his mom. And Who is his mom? Amari Bailey's mom? I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> you know what, though? You know why everybody likes that clip? Because it's all them when they were teenagers. Yeah, but also it's Little League baseball players, right? Showing a picture of a blonde older woman. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Wendy Peppercorn. Oh, yes, yes. Or Miss Parker, Miss Parker from from Friday. No, you're right. 100% right about that. Like that. That's what the, it, it, it gives everybody a little bit of nostalgia uh, for, for the movies and for their actual like lives out there in the summer. We, we didn't have we didn't have cell phones, though, to, to go looking up pictures. All right. Last thing on the best of social media, the Mets. The Mets, uh, Javi Baez and the rest of the Mets, after they do something positive, they give a thumbs down. And then we find out why they give their why they're giving the thumbs down. And according to Javi Baez, they're giving the thumbs down because 
it's in response to the fans booing the players because the fans have been booing the players because they were looking like they were going to make the playoffs and then the bottom fell out. And then once the bottom fell out, everybody's like, we're booing you. I mean, that's what fans fans do. I mean, so I much like so. like they have permission because the owner is yes. openly criticizing the team on social media. Yes, dude. The owner is acting like a fan. Like, yo, how can professionals hit this terribly? He literally tweeted about that. And so now you're just like, yes, so the owner gave them permission, and now they're booing, and now the now the – fans though the players are now reacting with an adversarial relationship and you're just like these are the people that pay your salaries pal and yes you should play better it's stupidity to me uh so javi Baez said when we don't get success we're going to get booed so they the fans are going to get booed when we get success oh my god that is the most galaxy brain logic on the entire planet there is one rule, one rule in sports. You can do all sorts of terrible things, and if you come back and you're contrite, fans actually like enjoy offering forgiveness, embracing you. They love to see redemption and a comeback story. The one thing that you can't do is call them out. Yep. There's no, like, even if you're right, there's not a single thing that you, like, like, it would still today be dangerous for the Pistons to say that their fans shouldn't throw stuff at the players. Like, <laughs> like even in the, in the aftermath of malice at the palace, like you just don't criticize the fans. Yes. Yeah, bro. Like that, like, if you. Well, no, 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 it, no, no. You criticize the fans when, they do when Kansas City fans boo or cheered when Matt Castle got hurt. That's when you light into the fans. Yeah, but you can't you can't in that moment you can't generalize. You can't be like our fans need to be better. You no, have, no, you, you have to say you have to say booing, the fans that booed. Yes, the fans that booed were shit people and that they, they need to have their season tickets revoked um but like giving your whole fan base a thumbs down because you hit a double oh my god that's funny well the Mets are so funny yeah Dude, I love it yeah I love it and um but this may actually turn into a thing that the fans actually embrace long term uh but <laughs> if they boo every time he hits a home run then it's gonna be all worth it yes like if that just becomes a thing yep I would love that. That that'd be a cool tradition. Um, but you guys, that's Reister or wrong for the day. I'm Ralph fans. I'm George Reister. <laughs> I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amsden. Peace out. Catch you guys next episode. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets real steel offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024 see participating retailer for details Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.